new wave, new week, new episode. This is your girl, Amazing J. And I am Spud. And you are listening to Culture and Things, the podcast. So sit down, relax, and turn it up, because we got shit to talk about. Like, um... Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Culture and Things the Podcast. I am your host, Spud. And I am Amazing Jay. What is going on here? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, listen, today we're going to be talking about wash rags. Uh, apparently, a certain race, we ain't going to say who, don't use wash rags. That's news to me. So we'll get into that later on today. Until then, starting off, let's get into some sports. A lot's been going on, especially since the trade deadline just yeah, passed. Yeah. So we are definitely seeing some things happening in the NBA. Um Andre Iguodala, did he get traded? He did. He is now with the Heat. Okay, okay. Um, also got traded. Uh, Capella. Yeah, I was. I did not. Clint see Capella that got traded from the Rockets to the Hawks. Okay. Um, they also with that trade that to the Hawks, they traded Capella and um Nene. 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 Sorry. Really. Um. Um. And then they also traded Gerald Green to the Nuggets. I don't think that's it. And then they got Robert Covington in that trade. Hmm. So it was basically a four-team trade. So the Rockets yeah. got Robert Covington. The Hawks got Capella and um, Nene. The Nuggets got Gerald Green plus Houston's first-round pick. And the Timberwolves got Malik Beasley, Hancho, Her Gomez. Her Gomez. Is Malik related to Michael Beasley? I have no idea. I'm going to have to Google Evan that. Turner and um, Atlanta's first-round uh, pick. So that was actually shocking. I didn't think that they would trade their big man. Yeah, they it, traded two big men. The, he just re-signed with them not yeah, too long ago. They said no more. And yeah, he's trying to run that small ball. Um, they beat the the Lakers with that small ball, so I think they are pretty confident. I don't think it's going to get them that far. Because it could have been just a bad game. I'm glad. Lakers. I'm glad uh, Capella. I mean, not Capella. I'm glad Iggy did sign with the Heat because he said that if he didn't sign nowhere, he wasn't playing. So he wasn't playing for Memphis. Yeah, he was just gonna sit on the bench. Also in the trade world, um, Andrew Wiggins went to the Warriors. Right? Andrew Wiggins went to the Warriors. They traded D'Lo to Andrews, man. the Knicks, didn't they? He went to the. I don't know. Let's. Did you? Let's look I didn't. It up. I didn't look it up. I didn't even see it. I just knew. I know. Andrew, uh, Andrew Wiggins went to the Warriors, and uh, they lost though, because everybody was. Oh, on, they lost to the Lakers. Yeah, everybody was on Twitter saying, "Oh, yeah, I was worried about him doing his first game with the Warriors." Meanwhile, Timberwolves won their first game without him after going on a semi. Oh yeah, they streak. traded flip flop. So he, um, D'Lo went to Timberwolves. And Andrew Wiggins went to the Warriors. Oh, okay. Um, but he did clown, though. Also, uh, Andre Drummond got traded to Cleveland. And John Henson really? and the second round pick went to Detroit. I don't know if he was really upset about going to Cleveland. It's just the fact that they didn't let him know that they were potentially trading him. So he made a tweet was saying that there's no loyalty in the NBA. I mean, duh. <laughs> 
We knew that though. So I think that's really all the big news in in the trade world. All Star Weekend is coming up, and they announced the lineup for the celebrity basketball game. And unfortunately, Boosie Badass did not make it. He did want to be in the basketball game for the celebrity. So maybe next year we'll we'll start that campaign to get him on the 2021 uh celebrity basketball game. But the coaches are Stephen A. Smith and Michael Wilborn. And so for Stephen A. Smith team, it's Chance the Rapper, Quavo, Taylor Bennett, LaRoyce Hawkins. Which is Chance the Rapper's brother. Oh, is it? Taylor Bennett, yeah. Oh, Anthony Spice Adams, Mark Lazar, Ronnie 2K, boo, uh, some Caitlin. I don't know who that is. She might be a WNBA player, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Lil Rail representing for Chicago in Chicago, so that'd be dope. Uh, Aja Wilson and Darius Miles. And then on Mark Wilburn's team, he got Common. Also, they got two shot town or three shot town people. Oh, oh, I <laughs> you did just say that was his brother. Uh, Bad Bunny, Hannibal Burris, Kane Brown, John Basty, Alex Moffitt. Uh, listen, I don't know anyone on <laughs> this Wilborn dude team outside of Common. Everybody else is. They got, he got Famous Lowe's. That's that dude that make the videos. Famous Lowe's. He got. Oh, uh, I didn't see that yet. That's what going win. Um, Jendaya. He's a singer. He sings. Oh, I'm that's that classic, classic man, man, dude. Yeah, he got people. Uh, well, hey, man, listen. Uh, Stephen A. Smith definitely should have got famous lost because dude can ball. Uh, so I'm excited to see that. That's Quavo can ball. Not like this dude, Famous Lowe's. I I will put money behind Famous Lowe's versus Quavo. Uh, also, they do the skills challenge uh, for the basketball game. So my man D Rose is gonna be in it. He backed out. What? Yeah. What happened? He's not doing it anymore. Oh, <laughs> your man D Rose won't be in it. <sighs> Continue. Patrick Beverly. <laughs> Pascal Siakam. You sound so defeated. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they got Jason Tatum in there. Because I, I was looking forward to D-Rose participating in the All-Star game. That's disappointing. You should have said that. That was disappointing news, man. Like, I was excited. I was like, oh, man, D-Rose trying to be in the skills challenge. That's going to be dope. But in other NBA news, I'm done with that All Star bullshit. <laughs> so <laughs> Steph Curry and Jay Morant, uh, from the Memphis, the whole situation with Iggy, they had got into it on Twitter. I think it was Jay Morant who retweeted something that one of his teammates had said, talking about they can't wait to play against Iggy so they can show how you know how good of a ball team we really is and Steph Curry chimed in by uploading a picture to his insta story showing uh, him as a champion and then Jay Morant responded with KD as well on the championship team too so what was the exact tweet that the guy from Memphis said because what you just read I didn't take that as a diss I just took that as they feel like Iggy didn't get him a chance, so he couldn't wait to play against him to show him that we can really play. I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> Steph kind of is bored because he out on injury, so he wanted so he wanted smoke. But I was, don't think smoke was meant. It was Mark. Uh, how's how you say that? Giano G. Yeah, so he tweeted Dylan Brooks on Andre Iguodala. I can't wait till we find a way to trade him so we can play him and show him really what Memphis is about. And Jay Morant just retweeted it and put the the say basically the say it louder emoji or the yelling emoji. 
Oh, so he didn't actually tweet it. He just ret- retweeted Right. It. He just retweeted what he said. Well, I don't think that's a diss because whatever, for whatever reason, we don't know the backstory as to why Andre Iguodaba didn't want to play in Memphis. Or it, I don't know what that backstory was, but he was just showing like, hey, I don't really think Andre gave the team a chance. He, he, he was really shut out and didn't want to do it. So he was just saying like, hey, play against us and see that we, we about something. Uh, but by retweeting that, you better win. Yeah, I mean, hey, Jay Morant been balling, and he's really been putting on for for Memphis. That's why I didn't understand why he didn't want to play, because, like, Jay Morant is a good player for him to be this early in his career. I think maybe he was still salty about the whole trade. Yeah, because he got traded last summer and have not stepped foot on the court playing for them. He said he wasn't playing for them until they traded him. So... I was like, hey, man. And that has to be real bad for morale, too. Yeah, we'll see how that go. I thought it was something else in the NBA. Yeah, my boy Nicholas uh, Jogic became the 10th player in NBA history to record 30 points, 20 rebounds, and 10 assists in a game. So Patrick Beverly had caught out Butler. He wanted Jimmy Butler to keep the same energy like he did versus TJ Warren. And the tweet says, at Jimmy Butler, talk slick to Buddy from the Pacers. Both games against K, homie been quiet as a church mouse. Three laughing emojis. Be gangster all the time. Good night. What happened there? I don't know. I feel like it had nothing to do with Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly <laughs> is one of them players. He's on a good team. Like, he's on a good squad. No, he always talks shit, but. I just feel like. Your stats don't add up to all the bullshit you talk. He's just a great defensive player. That's all that I'll is. For him then. Okay. He's just a great defensive player. Because like, I think he was like one record. He was like, he his he averaged six six points a game. Don't bring up. And his, I'm like, don't bring bruh, up his downfall. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know what that beef was. Don't take Jimmy Butler to be a punk at all. So we'll see how that go. Uh, so real quick, uh, Chris Pazingas became the first Dallas Maverick player to uh, tally 35-plus points and 10-plus rebounds in a back-to-back road game since Dirt Nowitzki in 2007. Oh, so, close to him. He's doing he big things. He got out of that Nick curse, and he doing better. Yeah, pretty much. Stay away from the Knicks, NBA players. Yeah. Man, I, I'll retire if, they, if I was an NBA player and they traded me to the Knicks. I'll retire. It's just like negative energy. <laughs> I would not even want to deal with it. <laughs> I'm just flat out retired. So, yeah, like you said uh, earlier, Damian Lillard. Dame Dollar. He was playing a game, and it was. Wasn't it against the Jazz? Yeah, it was against the Jazz. It was like 114 or 116, and he went in on a drive and did a layup, and a player goaltended, and they didn't call the goal team he had got upset they fouled and went to the free throw which they actually missed a free throw so they made one and missed one so they could have legit either won or tied the game up because it was like 17 seconds left on the field on me i mean, I mean if field. they would have called a goal team though like if if you see the clip they like one of the coaches had to hold him back because he was very upset if you didn't As know should. dame has been going hard these past few games no call, no call, no call. And then miss a goal, then calls us again. Is there anything you say to the rest of the guys? I mean, is there anything you can't take the sting out of it? Or is it just Ain't no way to take the sting out of it. We can't have a game back. They cost us a game. It's a loss on our record. We in a playoff race, and we need every game that we can get, and we have that type of effort, and they missed that uh, easy call like that. And then you want us to walk away and say nothing? It cost us a game. Of course we're going to have something to say about it, man. That's BF. I mean, hey, he got a point, man, especially with it 
being uh, midway through the season, you know, it does matter where you land. Because, again, if you well, like if you like what one through four, you guaranteed to play, you know, some of the teams that made it and then some that barely made it. But I mean, if you slide below that that fifth line, then you basically going against the top tier. So it, it, it matters. And of course, they released a statement saying that we we missed the call and <laughs> and he, he really tweeted it. He, he, he retweeted us. We don't want to hear that shit. Like, hey, he already said it. He he said in an interview, yo, I don't want to hear that bullshit in the, in the statement. Like, yo, let it go. You missed the call. You costing us games. It's messed up because them officials do be messing up badly. Ooh, they want they want to find you when you when you speak on it. Because God forbid that you call them out on their shit. I'm pretty sure you got to find coming this way. Believe that. <laughs> Dame Dollar alone. He won't smoke, <laughs> baby. Leave him alone. So my man Yanis. Um freak freak. He tallies his first career game with 35 plus points and 20 plus rebounds. Uh, so that was pretty cool. He actually had 36 points, 20 rebounds, and six assists that night. So shout out to him, man. I I think he may be on the verge of doing MVP again. Oh, speaking of celebrity all-star game, I forgot about this. So Drake, Quavo, and Justin Bieber was all hooping at some summit center in New York. So it just looked like the same basketball court that that day KD, LeBron, and all in was playing. I wanted to figure out where that's at because all the all-stars be in there. Uh, so I guess they was practicing for the all-star game, which I'm pretty sure. I'm surprised Drake ain't signed up to be in there. Uh, he, ain't, he ain't too big for that, is he? So uh, moving along, man. Um movies we went to oh yeah yeah we got movies and shows we need to talk about yeah we went to see birds of a prey and it was great man like i really enjoyed that kudos movie. to dc they did really good with that movie um i didn't know what to expect i'm not really a dc fan and you said you didn't even you i didn't even want to go like see, yeah I, I didn't even want to go see it for real for real but it was really good they did a really good job of that movie it was like no like bad acting or it was really good so kudos to dc on that and it was way better than the joker movie too a hundred percent like i felt like they totally went a different route with that joker movie yeah they um i guess i gave you the backstory of it i, guess. I didn't care for but. it i didn't i didn't care and i don't know if it's because i'm not a diehard dc fan like i'm i'm more marvel like i love marvel movies so mm-hmm. um maybe that's why um typically with the dc other than Suicide Squad, Batman versus Superman was so fucking boring. I like it. I was asleep, like I snoring asleep. And I the, the reason why I liked it because again, I I never watched any of those movies. So for them to give you the backstory of why Batman and Superman didn't get I along. I mean, they had some good ones. Um what's the movie that came out with? Is that Spider Man's rival? That's not Spider Man. Whose rival was that? Venom. That's Marvel. Or? That's Marvel. Oh, well, never mind. That was good, but that's Marvel. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was really good. Um, so kudos to them for that. This weekend, the uh photograph comes out with Issa Rae. I'm so excited <laughs> to see that movie. Sonic come out this weekend. Oh yeah, too. Sonic comes so, out. Valentine's weekend finna be lit, boy. And I'm uh, probably won't go see it till the next week because it's also gonna be super packed in the movie theaters because it's oh, Valentine's we got weekend. On there too. But yeah, uh, the Harley Quinn movie is good. Um, it's really good. It made me want a 
a bacon egg and cheese sandwich so bad. <laughs> hey, that and when you see good. it, you understand why. I was like, damn, that mug. It did. Good. It did. And then also, speaking of movies, um, Hair Love, we talked about it before, was nominated oh, yeah. for an Oscar, but it actually won an Oscar last night. Uh, so that was pretty good. And, you know, social media really reacted well with it. Uh, even D-Wade retweeted it, uh, giving its props. Yeah, Gabby is tied to it somehow. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what her connection is to it, but she's tied to it. So that was pretty good, man. Like, with her love, it really hit home. So I, I was, I really liked that movie. It was, it was only, like, what? Uh, it was, like... It's a short, like, animated film. It's like, like a few minutes. Like, five or six yeah. minutes. And then the actual creator had went back into his... uh He went back into his tweet history and up and retweeted the tweet that he sent out about that he was asking did any of the uh i think it was animated people who do the animated graphics he have an oscar worthy animated series that he want to do and he go update it time us and well that went far so shout out to him man her love was definitely a good movie moving into music we listened to i feel like we talked about Lil Wayne album already. we did um, but you're skipping shows. So power. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah um, sure. season finale was came out yesterday. Spoiler alert: Tyreek shot him. We knew this already. Yeah, because um, they had leaked it first. So I, I just, I just, just calm down, everybody. Because I know Fifty Cent put on his story when he got into it. He put out the Tasha version of her allegedly shooting them but people in the comments is like nah we got the real version it was Tyreek and I'm grateful <laughs> um so at the end of that he revealed that it's gonna be quite a few spinoffs coming right and I have the names of them here one second folks so it says power finale season finale unveils three more new spinoffs um at things all things get Canaan political and west coast so um the Mary J. Blige led power of book two ghost. And then they have book three raising raising Kane. Kane. <laughs> book four is influence Lorenz Tate. And then book five is force Tommy. So, and it was hashtag power never ends. A lot of people, it's got mixed reviews. A lot of people did not like the finale. Right. They wanted a plot twist, which I, I didn't think they were going to do a plot twist. And a lot of people was complaining about the last episodes leading up. It was just kind of the same day repeating itself in other perspectives, like other points of view. Right. I mean, that was and the I whole felt motive, like that was the whole motive of us figuring out who, who shot better. Ghost. Right. Um, and then a lot of people are upset about all these spinoffs because obviously Ghost is dead and they feel like he won't be in there. I kind of feel like I'm going to give it a chance. We don't know because a lot of them are in the past. So you'll get to see. Hey, listen. Um, you get to see ghosts. You just won't see future ghosts because there's no future. Right. But I mean, hell, they brought back Kanan and Kanan and Sean in this episode. So I'm pretty sure they're going to be making an appearance in those spinoffs. Yeah. I mean, um, we knew he was dead. So we'll see how they go. I will definitely give them a shot. If I don't like them, I'll just stop watching them. Right. But I'm not going to shut them out. I don't know. Ain't like about, we paying for them. <laughs> I don't know about Tate's character getting a spinoff. I mean, I guess it's going to follow his political run, mm -hmm. but we'll see. I don't really, I wasn't really too invested in his story. So what did you think about the ending of the finale? Like, did you, like, was it predictable or? Yeah. 
Really? I, I, I just, I mean, I was happy that Tasha got hers. Uh, she pissed me off. She was just. I, I hated her character. So I was happy she finally got hers. She was, she was done fucking people over. I agree with the point of what Ghost is saying. Like, Tyreek needs to, to man up and we can't keep fixing shit for him. He ain't gonna never learn. Oh, shit. She fixed that. She and took the fall of him. She did. But, uh... I just felt like it was one of those things where I predicted that she was gonna set Q up, but I did not expect for well, him yeah, that's a good to thing. have he that was, alibi. He had an alibi on yeah. his But yeah, I, I I seen when they did the cut scene to where she seen that gun in a drawer, I said she finna try to spin that murder on him and sure shit she did, but it it went it went south for her. So I enjoyed the episode. I mean, like, like I said, when they went on the mid season break, the whole thing was okay. Who shot ghosts? Like exactly. that was the promotion for it. So I don't know how they expected them to show that. Why they expect anything different? Yeah. So we'll see. I think the first one comes out. Book two comes out in the summer. And I got my boy Car Gallagher in there. What? I'm excited about. I don't that. think that's book two. No, that's the one we uh. I think that's probably the Tommy one. Right. Um, But that guy, Bet the Man, is in book two, Tyreek. It focuses on the aftermath of what happened. And so it focuses mm-hmm. on uh, Tasha being locked up. Tariq, and he's in college now. So focusing on, focusing on that. Um, Mary J. Blige is in it. Uh, Met the Man. I don't know what their characters are and where they fit in it. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. You know what I'm mad about? They never revealed who the hell that girl was working for that was working with Tyreek. It's maybe just it's like fade into later. the background. Like it was like maybe he'll show up in the new one because he he out. I don't know, but he's not at the school no more because he's now in college. Right, so I don't know. Saying. So it's like how they she's just, gonna come back into play. Um, they just showed her, and then after that, just just left it at that. And I'm like, yo, who who's she texting? Because it was texting from an unknown number, but it was the competition. So it's like, who was they texting? So hopefully they bring it in one of these episodes and and shed light on it. If not, I'm going to have some series of tweets going on. Music wise, Nicki Minaj did drop her latest single, Yikes. And uh, she dropped it like hella late, early morning. So it was like three o'clock in the morning, New York time uh, when she dropped it. And it's dope. I like it, man. I, I I like it. I listened to it multiple times. Uh, I I really felt like this is Nikki that we haven't seen in a long time. Like this is the I'm hungry Nikki because again she has plenty of competition now, so she can't get away with subpar bars. So with this one, she really did her thing. Unfortunately, Meek Mill is the target of this one, so. <laughs> She uh, did y'all expect anything less from her? With going at McMill? I mean, I don't know if y'all don't realize it. I I understand her patterns. Whenever she got something coming out, a new project, she stirs up controversy and beef with somebody. When she was coming back out with that Queen Radio, she restarted that shit up with Cardi B. New episode will be dropping. Of course it is. Of course it is. And then now she had this funky ass song coming out. She going at Meek Mill. But the song was about Meek Mill, so she started up a beef with Meek Mill to drop a song to promote it. I mean, I don't get why she needs to do that she has a following a crazy ass following who don't think she do shit wrong yeah they was like going back and forth on twitter but she definitely has the same pattern she does when it's she got something coming out so the initial reasoning for the beef apparently it was a it was a meme going around and i'm gonna find the meme 
so you guys can kind of get an understanding of the stupid reasoning for it. I know it has something to do with him liking a pic of. Yeah, it. He liked it a meme going around about her husband. So she had been posting like she, you know, she she was supposed to retire, right? Right. So she then like lately she had been posting pictures, and there was a picture of thing going around, and it says. Nah, man, they put Bull in Jimmy Jazz. So basically, they're trying to say that he got this whole outfit off of Jimmy Jazz. And Meek Mill liked it, right? So this is apparently the whole start of the beef. I call bullshit. You had already had this song recorded. You was already talking about him in the song. I just feel like that was just... The iceberg? Yeah, like... The tip of it. Like, okay, let's do I don't this. even say that. It was just... A, that was, You just found a reason to go at him like i mean i guess it depends on how long ago was when he liked this picture because that i mean you it don't take much to write a song the song ain't that long but that plus the incident where they was in the mall i felt like that stemmed from the song yeah that situation too so she tweeted niggas been tweeting about my man for a year now talking about he went to my page to see him but he was blocked my nigga move on i know your bitch embarrassed shit is yourself in that store when we got pressed though and then she used the clown emoji let's talk about that the whole issue with the store thing i feel like that's so childish as fuck okay let's be honest your husband has shit to lose let's be honest meek mill is famous and and he just got off probation and shit like why would he risk that that freedom for you because if meek mill get into it with anybody regardless of who it is they gonna want to make another example out of his ass and he gonna be in a whole leap of legal shit and his freedom gonna be risked i'm not fighting for your punk ass fuck you and your husband i don't understand how they make him a punk a clown because he want to throw hands with your husband i feel like that's stupid and as he fuck. said that. he said i'm i'm not finna ca- crash out with your husband over this situation which hey, you got yeah that point. was the next tweet he said you said you said you willing to crash your man because you losing now and everybody in the industry know you a bad person you been knew your brother was raping that little girl and that's why i got away from you the only way you try to kill my career is to say I beat women, talk about your brother's convicted of rape, and you've been new and paid for his lawyer. Your little brother touched that little girl too. You know, I know, you want me to crash with your boyfriend and I won't. And if anybody don't know, her brother, one of her brothers was convicted of rape and um, his, I think it was his uh, daughter, uh, his stepdaughter. And then she tweeted, imagine talking about alleged rape of a child to hurt someone who wasn't involved just so people can dislike me. You can never stand on your own. You won't let you won't tell people the mother is on tape asking me for 20 million to make the charge go away, though. You was around. You knew. See you soon. Then she stated, you beat your own sister and taped it, spit on her and taped it, kicked me in front of your mother and sent her to the hospital, sucking Drake's dick, make you feel tough again, move on. And then Meek went to say, oh, he said, surrounded by rape, rapists talking what? Stop playing. You picked a great time to be saying I ever put my hands on you. You full of hate and the whole industry know you full of hate and your bag getting low. So you want to destroy me. I I can't believe y'all industry people let these people survive this long in the game, knowing they really nasty people and have a nasty upbringing. Everybody really knows what's going on. I'm powerful. I never, I'm never scared to speak up. And then he said, go to church, leave me alone. And he tweeted, my girl is with me pregnant, watching me tweet about my ex is very clownish. I'm an exit. 
he ended up tweeting again, but because um, he ended up having a song come out the same day. Oh, Big Mill? Yeah, him and him and uh, Justin Timberlake got a song out. Oh. Um, also in the song, apparently Meek Mill and Moneybag had an issue because yeah. she speaks about it on the song. Uh, Moneybag did uh, put on his Insta story saying, if you like or double tap some fuck shit somebody posted about a nigga, don't act like you cool with the nigga that it's about when you see him. I don't get people. I don't understand how Meek Mill acting like he cool with the nigga. He not cool with him. Um, when he seen them, the story was he went up to him trying to squash it and the husband went on that. He was on on some keep that same energy. Let's go outside and fight. And Meek Mill's like, I'm not finna fight you, bro. Come on, y'all. It's 2020. People got shit to live for now. Like, I'm not finna risk my livelihood to fight. Like, that's dumb. Listen, anyway, let's get into some real news here. Earlier, we, re- we reported about 50 Cent getting on Oprah Winfrey head about why she's a man and targeting our black man and not putting her white friends on blast. Well, her That's girlfriend, <laughs> lover, Gail King. She interviewed Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant because right. Lisa and Kobe were very close. In that, I'm going to play it for y'all that his legacy is complicated because of sexual assault charge which was dismissed in 2003-2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, please go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that as his friend you wouldn't see it and that's possible but i just don't believe that is it even a fair question to talk about it considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved or is it really part of his history i don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy i mean it went to trial yeah with the cases it was dismissed because the victim in the case refused to testify so it was dismissed and i think that that's how we should leave it. okay so that's the clip <laughs> Here's my thing. And it's sad because I was on Twitter when it happened and just the amount of reactions of people like standing up for Gail because every celebrity went in on her in regards to it, including 50 Cent himself. He had words to say. Well, the worst one was Snoop. They was mad about Snoop's video and I have that. That's the one that everybody was speaking on. Well, let's hear it. Um, let's hear that. Because Boosie Badass chimed in. Ari Lennox chimed in. Uh, 50 Cent chimed in. I have in. Snoops. So, so here, you're going to play Snoop first? Said. Okay. Gail King, out of pocket for that shit. Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. We the fucking worst. Why y'all attacking us? You ain't coming after fucking Harvey Weinstein asking them dumbass questions. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call him one? All the ones, Smokey doghead bitch. How dare you try to torch my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker. Respect the family and back off, bitch, before we come get you. Two. So, <laughs> that was his response. And I think the name calling and, because after that, Okay, I don't know, because there's a lot to talk about here. Um, <laughs> he called up. Wait, Flanagan, what he call him? He called her. Funky dog-haired bitch. 
is what he said. <laughs> um, and I see nothing wrong with it. He asked, could he call her that? There's no one there to answer. It was a video. Oh, he wasn't alive. No, he was recording a video. <laughs> so he asked the question and answered it himself. He, he wasn't alive, fam. Um, that's, that's just like those. That's just like those status where they be like, somebody like my status. Uh, if somebody like my status, I take a, I start drinking tonight, and that person likes the status who made it. That's hilarious. I thought he was on live when he had. He was, can I call no, one? I have um fifty cents response too. <laughs> now, which one do you have? Do you have the one when he was on the uh, red carpet? Yeah. Okay. So this is fifty cents response. What's, what's goals at that point? Because she know what Kobe means to the actual coach at the same time, like they knew what Michael Jackson meant. But if somebody I just don't know what you're trying to do when the men are dead, but the system itself. The legal system couldn't deal with it. What are you supposed to do? Publicly convicted? Is that the idea? Now, is it justice or is it revenge? At that point, right? If you're, not, if you're talking to people who know him, he's a good person. Like, you are, what you want to do about it? Now he's gone. Who can defend him at this point? It's all public opinion now. So it, it, no matter which way you look at it, I, I don't see what the goal is. I don't see how you can, everyone's greater in their absence than they are in their presence, right? All right, so they're going to keep playing with they're not here, and it's going to f*** them up. Because people are going to start to not like them in an intense way for doing that. Because it's just not the right thing to do. And that was a great answer. Um, I like Snoop Dogg answer better. Okay, so... So it has been controversy. So people were going back and forth. Um, a lot of people were saying kudos to Lisa Leslie for her answer. Yeah, um, she, she answered it, it very well. Uh, LeBron had tweeted, "Protect at Lisa Leslie at all costs. You're a real superhero. Sorry you had to go through that shit." He didn't. He wrote shit, but he wrote like shit with all the symbols. The we are our, we are our own worst enemies. Yeah, man. Hey, and if LeBron speak on it, then it's facts. Get out, cause LeBron don't speak on everything, but when he do, it's something that that touch home and Kobe touched home. We shouldn't be bringing up. It was it was just like, and then of course, black people so damaged. They own are talking about well, she just asked the question because everybody else been saying it's a complicated legacy. She just asked the question. It shouldn't be a, a question asked anyway. <laughs> My man Boosie chimed in. We we just gonna give you all the reactions because before we go into detail about it, uh, because they act because Gail and Oprah responded. Yeah, yeah, I have so, those as well. So let's get into the side defending Kobe, and then we'll get into Kale and Okra side <laughs> later. <laughs> Why the fuck would you ask some shit like this? I don't give a fuck who friend it is. I don't give a fuck she can Obama. Oh. Why the fuck would you do something like that? Why would you do that to your people? You know what people are going through, right? Why would you ask a fucking question like that? Trying to turn in somebody's image. You do that to your own black people. You say it. I'm finna fire your ass up. All right. Okay. So Ari went on live and as I thought Snoop Dogg did. Ari uh, Lennox. Yeah. So here's her talking about it. 
Y'all are some self-hating pieces of shit fuck asses. If I had never seen a coon more fucking coonier than goddamn kale, I mean, kale and, and, and okra. I'm over y'all. I'm over y'all. I don't give a fuck how rich you are. How <laughs> you much I'm kale. I'm sorry. <laughs> And she later went on and apologized. So I go to that and then I play Snoop's second video. Okay. So this is what Gail, so Gail, after the clip of the interview came out, and this is the clip that the network decided to use as promotion for this interview. Um, After it came out, Gail decided to go and speak on it. And this is what she had to say. Reading the comments about the interview I did with Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant and I know that if I had only seen the clip that you saw, I'd be extremely angry with me too. I am mortified, I'm embarrassed, and I am very angry. So I've been told, I've been advised to say nothing. Just let it go. People will drag you, people will troll you, it'll be over in a couple of days. But that's not good enough for me. When the interview aired, we had a great reaction to it. I talked to Lisa last night. I believe that Lisa was okay with the interview. I have um, been with Kobe Bryant on many social occasions. Man, I this shit off. Uh, he was very kind and very warm to me, and I felt that we had a friendly relationship. I too am mourning his loss, just like everybody oh, else. Cut it off. I still am she shocked by it. Time. At this point, I'm it's ready to tear up in that. And the last thing I would want to do <laughs> we is to be We wasting time right now. Listen. I don't want to hear it. She's talking about taking out of context. It shouldn't have been a context to take it out of. Like, at this point, you were wrong for bringing it up. And that's exactly what 50 and them saying. You were going out the us black men, but having one said about the white devil that y'all friends with. Y'all ain't never spoke on it. Oprah said one thing about that Weinstein dude, and her words was, I try to find a rainbow in any situation. Mm. I have Oprah's response. And I'm like, what? So um, I didn't realize Oprah doing all these interviews. So she was on the show and they asked her how Gail's doing and this is her response. Trash. Meaningful they are to us. And I, I think the last 24 hours for your best friend have been pretty difficult after that interview with Lisa Leslie about Kobe. And I, and I just wondered just how she's doing. And she's not doing well. May I say she is not. She is not doing well because she has now death threats and has to now travel with security. And um, she's feeling very much attacked. You know, Bill Cosby is is texting from, is, is, is tweeting. tweeting from jail. Uh, and uh, she's not she's not doing well and feels that um, she was put in a really terrible position because that interview had already ran it was over and in the context of the interview everyone seemed fine including Lisa Leslie I like how they trying to turn this to now Gail's the victim that's the that's the hilarious part here's Um, my thing Oprah said they played the interview and people was fine about it 
That's because don't nobody give a fuck about who Gail King is and what she talking about. None of the people that's responding is a, a fan or audience member or viewer of y'all. Y'all played that clip against y'all viewers who normally watches the show. The backlash is coming from people who don't watch the show and was like, hey, what y'all doing ain't cool. The network knew what they was doing was like, okay, we're not getting the response like we need it. Let's go ahead and get more viewership. That's why they put it online. And guess what? They got exactly what they was looking for. It brought views to that. And guess what it's going to do? Now everybody going to search and listen to it because y'all on here talking about, oh, if you listen to the whole thing, you will see how it was, it was taken out of context. No, she was pressing no matter where you play the clip from she shouldn't have asked the question like i don't care what espn or whatever other journalist is asking as y'all history with jumping on the bandwagon to turn down black celebrities and not white celebrities you shouldn't have jumped on this bandwagon especially because the man ain't even had his funeral yet he ain't even had a proper burial and y'all sitting here fucking jumping on his bandwagon and bringing this down why are we doing interviews yet they ain't even said they final goodbyes to this man and you pulling them in on doing interviews about it like you wasn't thinking about lisa leslie until this and for you to go in there and ask her that's stupid and for them to play the victim that's bullshit so as we continue charlamagne posted a meme and it says black women black women are not the enemy and he captioned it just a reminder dot 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 snoop dog commented on it and said we know that but the ones in power have a funny way of showing it not all just a few but now they know how we feel now carry on charlamagne right um now i have the video of snoop dog responding after the controversy of his first video okay wait a minute for that because Oprah snitching ass sitting here telling on Gil, Bill, Cosby. Bill Cosby. I do have the tweets because he was he responded to Snoop Dogg on Twitter. And again, this might not even be Snoop. This not it might even be Bill Cosby. It could be somebody who close to him that runs that managed the page and him doing it. I mean, but if it is Bill Cosby, what did Bill have to do to get that cell phone? Bill Cosby tweeted. Are these people that in need of fame, ratings, and or money? On behalf of myself, Camilla, and my family, thank you, thank you, thank you. My my heartfelt prayers for, are with Kobe and his family, as well as with Michael Jackson and his family. May their legacy live forever. He also tweeted to Snoop Dogg saying, when they brought me to my gated community and placed me inside of a, my penthouse. They didn't win, nor did they silence me. It's so sad and disappointing that, oh, successful black women are being used to tarnish the image of legacies of successful black men, even in death. And she's sitting there snitching on Bill, dropping that knowledge. Um, Snoop Dogg also posted, it's a screenshot of one of episode, uh, one of Oprah's, shows she's interviewing someone and it says oprah's spiritual healer 
sentenced to 19 years for sex crimes. Oh, yeah, I seen that. Where's her documentary on him? And Snoop Dogg's caption was, we're waiting. When or is the only, when or is the only blacks that y'all want to interview and try to tarnish their reputation over accusations? Fuck both you hoes. On behalf of the whole hood, you bitches not with us. Now that you put it on the hood, let me see that. <laughs> Galen Oprah been on bullshit, so fuck y'all and y'all pop y'all superpowers. He put that FDH on the bitch. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> I, I quote: "Fuck them hoes." And on behalf of the whole hood, you bitches no. not with us. I'm reading the verbatim what he tweet, what he posted on Instagram. I didn't make this up. Wow. Snoop uh, said I Snoop, put that on the Snoop, whole hood. Snoop was very upset. Here's my feeling. Do you want me to tell me how I feel before I... I'm going to play his, his video. Who, Snoop? Yeah, and then I'm going to tell you how I feel. Hey, listen, man. We already know Snoop tied to Kobe. He been an L.A. fan. He, he from L.A., so you know him and Kobe built the relationship. So, and when Kobe retired, I'm pretty sure Kobe got high with Snoop Dogg off that video that was circulating. Kobe eyes is red to the motherfucking his video. Okay, let me play his video. Okay. His, his response after all the controversy. Tops, what up, though? This big Snoop Dogg. Here's a message for the people that need to know. I'm a nonviolent person. When I said what I said, I spoke for the people who felt like Gail was very disrespectful towards Kobe Bryant and his family. Now, with that being said, what I look like wants some harm to come to a 70-year-old woman. I was raised way better than that. I didn't want no harm to come to her and didn't threaten her. All I did was say, check it out. You out of pocket for what you're doing and we watching you. Have a little bit more respect for Vanessa, her babies, and Kobe Bryant's legacy. Yeah. But anyway... I'm going to do what I got to keep doing. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. We're very nonviolent. We just want to say that first and foremost. We speak from the heart. Some of you who have no heart don't understand that. But anyway, carry on and enjoy your day. Where's the apology? That ain't no apology. I didn't say he apologized. Oh, I, said, I thought you said. No, I said he made a video after oh. the controversy. Okay. Okay. So here's my stance on it. I just feel like the whole question was mad disrespectful. Here's the thing. This happened in 2003, 2004. We're in 2020 now. Like, why are we still talking about this? And why are you guys waiting until this man is deceased to talk about it? Y'all have had many opportunities to, to interview Kobe between the time that this happened and it died down to before he passed away. Y'all was interviewing him. None of that ever came up. So yeah, why I are we interviewed that man back in January and y'all still didn't do it. So again, don't wait. My thing is dies. why? Why? Yeah. Cause he's not here to defend himself. This shouldn't even be. And I don't want to hear. Well, th- this may hurt the victim. Hey, look, he's been in the media. Well, after this happened, right? He, if, a whole, he was a whole meme on Twitter. Like y'all want respect for her, but what about the respect of his family? who has to look and see all this because he's a public figure. So you constantly seeing it. It's mad disrespectful. I don't give a fuck what else you asked her in the interview. You should have never asked her in the get-go. It should have never been asked. Um, And like Lisa Leslie said, y'all need to let this fucking go. Because if you want to talk about people violating women, y'all friends who both you, Gail, and Oprah have took pictures with Harvey Weinstein, y'all don't speak on it. 
he's in he's in court now for some active shit that he's been doing for years repeat a repeat offender of it and like they said there's no there's no talking to those victims it's none of that and i just feel like it's mad disrespectful i don't care about the rest of the interview or you should listen to the rest of it. it doesn't matter because my issue with it it wasn't even a question it was when lisa leslie said i don't see that person and your response but you wouldn't though so it was like you were egging it on putting out this negative energy about kobe like you wanted her to say something bad so you can be like yeah 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 yeah. that's what pissed me off it wasn't even the fact that she asked the question it was the fact that when lisa gave her an answer she was just like but you would you wouldn't see that person though leslie so what the fuck you ask me for like what did you want me to do like i i just didn't like how she did it and then for you to turn around and do a video and play the victim in it whole thing it's also pissing me off because you should have known and these these networks they're gonna put whatever clickbait out to make people look look at the video to look at the interview so why wouldn't they put that you knew that they was gonna pick that because that's they want that clickbait they want as many views as possible on this interview i mean but it ain't clickbait it's 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 a it's, it's clickable but it's not a click it ain't like you clicking on it and, and it ain't had nothing to do with it they was gonna put out whatever from that interview they can get the most views from exactly so and that's what they did as many years have you been in this game in the media you should have had that a don't you like don't you should have more respect for this man his legacy and his family and i think that's where the issue lies you and oprah have no problem with the media using black people black celebrities as tools to bring down their legacy or bring down what they're doing and you guys are active participants in it that's exactly. the problem and that's where the issue lies for me it all started when y'all let that shit with r kelly jump off again r kelly been well they they ain't had nothing to do with that i thought you said that she had um gail interviewed him after the fact but he they had nothing to do with the documentary i'm saying didn't you say that oprah did like hosted the interview or was that the michael that's for jackson? michael jackson okay. they had nothing to do with the r kelly one gail did interview him after the fact well i mean that's just different that's her but name no yeah, the, the the issue with that was michael jackson they had that never leaving neverland or whatever it's called doc- yeah documentary and she chose to host like a after sit down right. after that era with the victims uh-huh. for fucking what like for what what are we doing this for michael's been dead for i don't know how long he was acquitted of them charges mm-hmm. these folks are grown now if that happened to them I hope they were getting mental help for it. But you going on TV talking about it is not helping your mental health. That's you to get some money. So what did you need to sit down? You She should have not did that shit. And then it kicked off when she they were talking about they doing a documentary about Russell Simmons. I think she was more involved with the actual documentary and she stepped away from it. Yeah. And she tried to act like that, was that ain't story. why she stepped away. Yes, it's 100% is because if ain't nobody call you out on that shit, you would have continued. What is your issue with, with bringing down black men? Because once again, Harvey Weinstein is a prime example. He is in it now with multiple women and you have yet spoke on it, yet to say you're doing an interview, a documentary or anything. 
So if this is an active present thing that's going on, why not talk about that instead of talking about shit with Michael Jackson? And he been he been dead for years because it's gonna get them ratings. And it's it's to demise us. It's to to take away this legacy. I don't understand it, and that's the issue that lies. And they they are sitting there and acting like people are overreacting. That ain't what they doing. Is a hundred percent. We're not stupid. We see it. You have yet to make like any statements saying otherwise. You ain't working on a documentary about it. You ain't working on no interview. You ain't doing none of that. So. I just don't understand it. I don't care about what the rest of the interview did or none of that. Y'all was 100% wrong. You should have never asked Lisa that. And that's just where I stand at it. And once again, the question was shitty. But what really pissed me off was her response after Lisa said how she felt about it. That's what I didn't understand. Like, of course, if you saying that, I wouldn't see that part of him. Like, I ain't in, in bed with him or in the room when he doing whatever he doing so i all i can do is tell you what i know the person that i know right and, and that's what that's where the conversation should stay what what is the legacy of kobe Bryant to you what do you remember about kobe that's the questions you should have stuck with hey shout out to lisa leslie for staying solid and telling him hey y'all had all the time to ask him about what happened or how he feel about it that's because people got in their head that oh it's a celebrity yeah so they and family yeah. are they are they not supposed to have feelings they're and human too people. people lose people like do you not know how traumatizing this you lose a parent like you will never be the same from that and for you to sit here because he's a public figure now she gotta live this grief in the public eye yep all right so we're gonna go ahead and get into the topic of the day today um it's been a topic on the internet uh breaking news to me uh apparently people don't use towels in the shower yeah towels so let's get into it because i actually so it's funny how it all like broke down for us because like we had the conversation (laughs) personally amongst a group of people and then said and um said came out with the show and the neighbor i think yeah and it came out on there about it and that started like the big national outburst of this question of white people not using wash rags and okay so i made a status on facebook back in a long time ago when it all kicked off and i was like okay i need my white friends to help out because this started back in the summer and now it's going uh, ongoing topic do white people really not use washcloths so my homeboy drew he said he do so i, I let that one slide but then another friend of mine was like no nah, they don't i just did a poll in a couple weeks ago most use their hand or a loofah disgusting drew the white side of drew came out he said loofahs are acceptable and then my friend jr uh he said he used shower gloves and cal was like he used loofahs all day <laughs> he was excited about that and brad loofahs so apparently loofah and liquid soap is what the guys use but it's some women that don't use anything and i find that real interesting that like it's disgusting how do you expect your body to get cleans like even like the material from like your clothes like the 
the gene residue get on your legs your armpits have like your deodorant stains on there it's like you cannot get clean from i I let it slide with the loofah but that's still nasty because you're using the same loofah without it being washed or anything all every day until now granted you there are ways to clean a loofah i end up doing some research so you can't clean a loofah but still it's like it's just nasty to me like and you got the clip from the Cedric yeah the i have the clip from the the Cedric the entertainer show it's called the neighbor and in it cedric and his wife who is played by tanisha arnold um they get a neighbor it's a, i guess predominantly black neighborhood and they get yeah. white neighbors that move in next door um so here's my feeling on it i don't know how you can like correctly clean your body without scrubbing it yeah without some type um, of scrub regardless if you're using liquid soap or a, a bar of soap i don't see how you just rubbing soap on your body with your hand is cleaning it as a woman i obviously don't put soap in my vagina but i do clean inside of it with a towel so how do you clean inside of your vagina if you're using your hand are you i, I don't understand how that's clean so it's just like splashing water up in that there. it ain't clean and people do different stuff throughout the day what if you went to the gym or your job is you're like lifting stuff it's like an active thing like you're active or it's a hot day like how do you clean that like like you said under your arms if you have hair in your arm guarantee you have balls of deodorant under there how do you clean that that means you ain't really cleaning your armpits so you're still musty exactly. and then you just putting more deodorant on top of it to blend it regardless if you got in the shower or not and i'm a big dog so we got rolls you know what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like, and that's another thing like if you are bigger you how you cleaning under your fat how do you, you do that say, like, that yeah. mean that underbelly by that private area stink it smell like belly button by that fupa and you ain't cleaning it and that's another thing how you cleaning your belly button like so you ain't cleaning your belly bunny that mean that mug smell like pennies because what? you not cleaning it it smell like <laughs> it stink like how do you not use something to get it even a lupa you can't even get in your belly button like i mean maybe everybody don't some people have outies but still you need to clean like in between your toes like how you scrubbing your feet well, like, I mean, the, the, well, I don't know. Maybe they use because I know with my feet, I use the towel, which I don't know why, but I use the towel first and then I take it the brush that because they use. you're using the towel to get in between your toes and stuff. Because the brush is gonna get that dead skin off, but it ain't gonna get in between them toes. Like you need a towel to get in between them toes. So I just feel like how y'all washing y'all back? Like I don't, I don't get not using one of the two. You're leaving residue on. Yeah, your skin. you're not clean. Like you smell like soap, but your body dirty. Like I don't get it with the loofah. Like you said, you using the same one over and over again. Like when I use a towel with a wash towel, that towel is done. Like I don't one use it done. again. Like I'm not using, and I I use two towels because I have a towel for my girl area and then the rest of my body. So I, I don't get it. It's nasty. How can you not have a washcloth to wash your body? Well, and I don't know how y'all was raised. Um, I guess it's a black and white person thing. Um, I have generations. Of yeah, that like y'all just passing that shit down. <laughs> so the odor is just going from one generation to the next. Like you can't be clean. Oh, yeah, I mean, man. if you lose a loofah, that's you. At least you scrubbing the dirt, you right. know. Um, but as a female. 
how do you lose a loofah to clean like, and just there? think just think like when you go to the bathroom like when you take a shit you're literally drying it out yeah you got like boo-boo residue on the loofah you know what I'm saying? well that's different because that rinse off but like you putting your hand back there you're not getting them you're not scrubbing that residue off the inside of them cheeks it's no way i'm just hoping when after you do that i hope you at least bending over and spreading it to let the water run down it like i that's nasty so let us know down in the comments um are you a loofah person are you a a washcloth person or and don't be discouraged if you're not a washcloth person or a loofah person and you're a hand person you know I, w- I want to know because i want to know like mm. how or why or why what like i want to know all the reasons as and to why I, you do that I and i never know. heard of a uh, maybe yeah i use what do you say shower gloves yeah the shower gloves but how like you i, I mean it's know. just like a loofah before your hands it's literally it's literally gloves like of loofah it's loofah glue basically but i just want to know for those who went from like no hands and made the switch to start using something have you felt a difference in your hygienes and yeah smell them your body you know smell that belly button put so, your finger in your belly button for the people who don't use any kind of towel loofah put your finger in your belly button and let us know what it smell like <laughs> it's gonna smell like pennies it's gonna smell like copper like how y'all washing the back of your ears like are y'all getting like the access up in these areas of your earlobe and getting that excess wax that's like peeking out like what are y'all doing like how do you do it like i need to know i want to know if you don't use a washcloth if you don't use a loofah if you don't lose shower gloves Here's or whatever the hell it's called thing. how y'all are y'all cleaning up y'all don't wash y'all cars with just your hands you use some type of rubbing your- material whether it's a cloth or rather it's the little thing the spinning things at the uh the what's that at the car washes it's never you don't never go to a car wash and they just run water through it and put soap on it and send you along your way no they use roller brushes and shit so how can you as a human being justify you not using something on your body so like i said let us know down in the comments below at culture and things the podcast on facebook and culture and things the podcast on instagram hey episode nine i am your boy spud and i'm amazing jay And thank you for listening. Peace. We out. Peace.